a galaxy flourishing under fragile peace. The universe is open to the free market as humanity ravages its way across the galaxy. With seemingly endless resources at their disposal, wars between planetary governments are now a thing of the past, and large-scale conflict all but forgotten. However, a feud between two great factions is now building below the surface. A powder keg waiting for a spark. However, that's not where our story continues. No, we continue far away from the fighting, in a small town in the fourth quadrant of the galaxy. Welcome to Sunjammer, Episode 3. begin inside of the mechanics room, right where we left off the last episode. It's now early morning. As you guys begin to rustle in your sleeping bags and crawl out of bed, you guys are sore and still kind of tired from the crash yesterday. Scythe, you're just standing there looking at them as they are getting themselves up and ready for the day. Had I noticed anyone suspicious last night? You didn't notice anyone suspicious last night as a person. However, you think you saw something in the tree line. Okay. You're not entirely sure, though. Oh, another day. How'd you sleep out of this? <laughs> Terrible. Chipper Moth is horrifying. <laughs> it was a long day yesterday, but today should be better. Ought to be, we yeah. We can't crash our ship today. You can't crash what's already <laughs> grounded. Precisely. Exactly. Yep. We have threads to follow today. So you guys crawl out of bed. Except for you, Moth, you spring out of bed. As you go into the main room, you can see that breakfast has already been laid out for you. It's on plates wrapped uh, sort of like saran wrap coat and Doc's shoe is gone, as well as his coat. Okay, are Maria's shoes? No, Maria's shoes are here. Well, I am hungry. May as well partake. Shouldn't hurt to eat anything. So for you two, he's left out a plate of food. For Scythe, he left out a, a container of plasma and two AA <laughs> batteries. <laughs> Derogatory. <laughs> and a little note. The note says, I don't know what you eat, so have this. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I don't really eat or anything, but it was a nice gesture. As you grab the stuff and you guys eat your food, you end up finishing breakfast, putting away your plates, and getting outside. Where are you going? Frederick first. Yeah. All right. You begin making your way through the trees once again. As the morning breeze blows through the forest, the branches on the trees begin to shake. The glass caught on them begins to clatter and chime. As you make your way through the forest, the trees begin to grow more and more sparse. You continue making your way through to a massive clearing. A massive metal wall stands before you, about two stories tall. Behind that are huge, sprawling, blocky concrete and brick buildings. They rise out of the center of this town, glaring over the wall as you make your way towards the entrance. As you go through the entrance at the bottom of the wall, you're forced to leave the buggy behind. An enforcer stands at the front gate with a scanner. You see them take detailed notes while they check your luggage. And they also take a scan of your face. You continue on into the city, and you arrive in the town square. The town is 
bustling. You see neon blue light shining off of separate buildings onto the clean concrete below, giving the entire town a blue cold glow. Small homely cafes have people dining outside, people are walking the streets chatting, hear radios blaring, advertising this and that as you make your way down the street. You see people funneling themselves into this massive theater area. So what are you doing? Theater? Theater? Do you want to? I suppose. What? Why? I don't know. It's where all the interesting <laughs> stuff is. I mean, we're looking for Frederick. Yeah, fair. We don't even have a physical description of the man. Well, actually, we do know that his wife is injured. We could lead with that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna look for some sort of HR desk. You find an enforcer outpost. Way worse, but okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is Zodiac. They don't have HR. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. <sighs> Zero benefits, honestly. Okay. So I technically don't, not even technically, I definitely don't work here anymore. We might have to make a rapid exit. I'm ready to run. We do have the cart. Well, not here. <laughs> not here. But that's what the running is for. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> hello, excuse me. One of the enforcers turns around. Hi, what can I do for you? Yes, uh, I was looking for contact information for one of your employees here. He goes by the name Frederick. We, we heard that recently his wife was badly injured by some sort of accident and come bearing condolences. Frederick, huh? I'm afraid we don't have an employee on this planet with that name. Well, perhaps it was more of a, a contractor. Contractor. Uh, That'd be difficult to tell. A lot of the small villages in this area count as independent contractors. That's true. Do you, do you have a, a contact list somewhere? I could look through it myself. I wouldn't mind. We have a sales list. I'm afraid I can't disclose amounts, but I can give you names. That would be great. Thank you. Why are you looking for him, by the way? Uh, well... She asked us to bring a message. You know, she misses him, wants him back to help her in these trying times. He grabs a little clipboard of names and he hands them to you. Here you go. The clipboard contains a laundry list of names. No Frederick, though. Is Maria on this list? Maria is on this list. What about Doc or Dante or Jeremiah and Aliner? The, the other names we've heard? Doc is on here. Jeremiah is on here very frequently. However, Dante is not on here. Okay, no luck here. Thank you for your time. No problem. The enforcer goes back to what he was doing. You leave that small outpost. As you see the enforcer burst past you, he rams his shoulder into your back model as he pushes you aside. He goes, excuse me, I'm very sorry. As you see him run off. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. It was just a bad, ouch, bad spot to get hit right now. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it'll be tender for a while yet. So he doesn't live or work with them, so that's... Reassuring and also more terrifying. It could be a more personal thing. Zodiac's here, but they tend to not enact specific acts of violence, you know? It's more of a planetary destruction type of thing. But someone could be profiteering. Could it be trying to knock out the competition? But what competition? He's not selling. Mm. Here's what I'm thinking. I think Frederick is involved in some way. His weapons are at the site. It would make sense. Maybe he's defending. Who knows? But either way, he would know more about what's happening. Zodiac is definitely a concern, but I don't think they're the ones attacking villages. Okay, so we don't have an address, but it's definitely in this village. Yeah, most populated place we've encountered yet. It's not a contractor or an employee. He might live closer to the outskirts. You check there and ask around with some of the more local people. Yeah. As you get out of their administrative zone, you go to more of the general population. The further you get out from the town, the worse the apartments get, as things get more disheveled out toward the outskirts. Yeah, this would definitely inspire somebody to commit grand larceny. As you get out into the outskirts, you keep asking people door after door after door 
door after door, people don't know who you're talking about. Until, finally, you arrive at one of the doors, and out comes a very disheveled man. He has this rough, ragged, salt-and-pepper beard with black hair. As he looks at you, he has deep bags under his eyes, and he seems rather thin and unhealthy. Hey, have you heard of a Frederick in this area? Yeah, that'd be me. What do you need? Hi. Uh, well, first off, your wife, uh, Sylvia, she was badly injured recently, and she was expecting a visit. That's a shame. Anything else? Anything at all? Answers mostly. We have a few questions that trail back to you. Alright, if you don't mind, I'd rather discuss this outside than inside. Of course. Do I smell gasoline? You do. He closes the door behind him as he comes outside and sits down on these little chairs in his front patio. I'm afraid I only have two more chairs, but you're fine with standing, right, robot? Yes, I might go and keep watch around, make sure no one will interrupt you guys. Under cover of being on watch, I'm going to try and walk around his house and find a back entrance. Ooh. Nice. Okay, as you two split up, we're gonna follow the conversation first. You sit down with Frederick. As he looks at you, he looks exhausted and sickly. Been working long hours lately? Just been working there. late. I've been having trouble sleeping lately, so you know how it is. Yes. So, what did you want to ask about? Foremost is the attack on... I d we don't, never did get the name of the village, <laughs> the one your wife was involved in. Do you have any information yeah. on that? Were you in the area, or...? I was indeed in the area. However, I can't remember much about that night. That seems to be the consensus. Anything that you do remember, though? I said I don't recall. No? Okay. Nothing. Anything else? Is he armed? He is. You can see Laz pistol poking out of his pants. As the conversation grew intensity, we're gonna pan over to Scythe. Scythe, we see you sneaking around the building, and as you sneak around, you do indeed see a window, but I'm gonna need you to roll stealth. That'll be no. a plus five. Oh my god. Sometimes I forget that Zeta is the way Zeta is built. Yeah, I, I forgot that too. <laughs> I thought Zeta would be terrible at stealth, but no, apparently I know, I have not. like a plus two stealth. Moth is increasingly oh. suspicious every time Zeta does something remotely cool. <laughs> Every single time. So, Zeta, you sneak in through the back window. All right. What do I see? As you detach the window and climb in, you see that his apartment is shockingly clean. Like, unnaturally clean. It is spotless. It doesn't even look like a person lives in here. That's your main impression. The apartment is split out into three rooms. The main room you're in, which goes to the door, it's the living room, the kitchen... The dining room, you know. There's a door to your right and a door to your left. I will go to the door on my right first. Okay, that's the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you enter in and come face to face with a mirror. However, in the wastebasket, you see bloody bandages. Hmm. What color is the blood? <laughs> Red. Okay, just need to make sure. I guess it's dried, so it's like blackish. Brown. Yeah, like, you know, dried blood color. Yeah, I guess I'll go back and try the door on my left then. You try the door on your left, and it's the bedroom. And in the bedroom... Oh, wait, you don't have any of your senses, do you? No, no. I can't smell. Okay, uh, the bedroom's normal. He <laughs> 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 said the one person that can't smell... <laughs> Well, to be fair, we also sent him the only person with stealth, so... True, true, yeah. true. Uh, it looks normal to you. Is there a closet? There is a closet. Okay, I'm gonna open that, see if there's like a first aid kit or something. As you open it, you see a green and blue jacket mm. with blue pants and a green and blue helmet covered in blood. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to close the closet exactly how it was when I opened it. Is there a dresser of sorts? There is. I'm going to check that now. As you check through the dresser, you can see that there are these small little containers of liquid. Would you like to open it up? Not right now. I'm just going to take one. You take the container, and as you take that container, we cut back to Atticus and Mom. Actually, yes. We were, we were wondering about um, one of our friends on World here works with weapons every now and again. Maria? Yes, that's her name. <clears throat> Ah, right. Sorry. Yes, Maria said that, well, we we found a weapon of yours, I I think. And we're just wondering if you do that sort of stuff often. That was an excellent modification, according to our bot. It was, wasn't it? Um, You see him get fidgety in his chair. So, uh, any particular reason it was the place we found it? I guess luck or happenstance. I carry that thing with me everywhere, so it'd be natural that I'd drop it at some point. The, uh, the blast marks it makes are quite particular. Are they now? You see him stand up and he goes, Well, I'm afraid I don't have much more time for questioning. That's okay. Neither do we. You can see a bit of red leak through the side of his shirt as he grabs onto it for a second and he goes, I'll be inside now. As he opens up his door to get back inside, he comes face to face with Zeta. Hi there. Shit. As he comes face to face with you, he sees you (laughs) holding the small bottle of liquid and he goes to reach for his gun.